Have you ever had a client say to you, I see you everywhere. How do you do that? If so, you might have achieved omnipresence. Welcome to the Savvy Agent Podcast, where we help real estate agents build a thriving business so they have financial freedom in their life without having to work 24-7. I'm your host, Heather Wright. Now let's get to it. In last week's episode, I hit on the topic of being omnipresent, the act of being everywhere, having your clients say, I see you everywhere. So when you're thinking about the everywhere that your clients see you, where is that? Essentially, your marketing strategy is what gets you omnipresence. And that doesn't mean that everyone sees you everywhere, but rather your target audience sees you everywhere. I'll share my marketing slash omnipresent strategy for examples. Of course, I rely on social media to help me reach the people that follow me. These are primarily people I already know, which is a combination of friends, family, and clients. And since social media is free, you bet I post on several platforms and I can do that very easily because I use a scheduler to do it. And my favorite scheduler is Publer. I paid for a lifetime deal on the Publer subscription that I have, but the free version is pretty robust. And you can check that out at publer.io. Anyway, I've heard arguments about how you should create different content for different platforms. You know, don't have the same post on Facebook as you do on Instagram. And God forbid, LinkedIn needs to be totally different. I'm not there yet. And I don't know that I ever will be. So I've made the choice to spread one piece of content across several social channels, and it's working just fine for me. Now, maybe one day it will stop working and I'll change it up. But to the people who say, oh my God, you should never post the same thing on all these platforms, blah, 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 the hell with them. It's working fine for me. So do what is easiest for you. Just get it done. I share a wide variety of content that includes closing stories where I share a bit of the journey to get a client to closing. Uh, You know, this isn't really the, oh, congratulate Ted and Sarah on their new house, blah, 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 but rather something that, well, honestly makes me look like a damn good realtor in that story. So what was a challenge that we experienced or a hurdle we had to get across? What was the story that got us from the beginning to the end. And so that's what I try to share with my closing stories. And when I say stories, they're actually posts. I'm not posting them as stories, but I'm including a story as the caption for uh, that particular post. That, That was probably kind of confusing. Then at the end of the post, I write the captions. My assistant forces me to write the captions out. And then she will add a call to action, like visit our home value site to see what your home is worth or visit this website to start your home search, things like that. And then I've been trying to do a video a week. And sometimes it's a video every couple of weeks, but you know, a a video regularly fairly regularly. And my virtual assistant, she will create four to five posts from each video related to the topic and then uh, redirect people to our YouTube channel. I did a video recently on whether or not you have to waive your home inspection to win an offer. And so she created, I think, two video posts out of that. She created two buyer tip posts out of that. There might've been an infographic. She does a lot of infographics, but I can't remember if there was one for that particular video or not. 
So then the redirect is really a call to action. Watch the rest of this video. We did a video on this exact topic. Watch it here at this YouTube link. So she's redirecting people from those posts to our YouTube channel. And there on YouTube, there's usually a call to action within each video. It might be to a buyer lead magnet or a seller lead magnet depends on the topic of the video. But those are guides that we've got on our website where people can register and receive them via email, as well as our websites to search homes or get their home value. And sometimes the call to action is as simple as scheduling a call with us. Holidays, buyer tips, and seller tips round out our social media content. Email is an easy way to reach a lot of people. And I send a newsletter to my entire database each month. I created the template for my newsletter once upon a time, a couple of years ago, and I just duplicate it every single time I send a newsletter and update the content within. I normally include some color on the current state of the market, although I'm really tired of that right now because it feels like I'm a broken record. Well, the market is really hot. It's a seller's market. Sucks to be a buyer. (laughs) Regardless of whether or not I feel like a broken record, that's the market right now. So I need to keep reporting that. Then I include one of my recent YouTube videos in my newsletter. Repurposing content is really important to me. And I think it should be important to everybody. Listen, if you're going to spend time making a video, you should get as much use out of it as possible. I know that's what I want. And that's why I include it in my newsletters. The newsletter also includes new listings, recent sales. I might include a hot property or if I have listings that haven't already sold, I'll feature them. It takes about 30 minutes in total to complete the newsletter. And actually most of these things are already done. I just have to write up the broken record snippet and then decide the other content that wants to be in there. And I even include like a a coupon, a freebie from my lender. So if the reader scrolls to the bottom of the email, at the very least, they're going to get value out of this local thing that there will be a coupon, maybe a buy one, get one, or, you know, buy one, get one half off or something like at a restaurant, there was a go-kart race recently. So it's just random things that my lender shares with me. And so I include it in my newsletter. I know there are agents out there that swear by their newsletter and they send it weekly. I send mine monthly. There's no right or wrong with this. It's independent of your strategy. Personally, I wouldn't send it less frequently than every month. And I've done mine more frequent. I think I had it on a rotation of about every three weeks and, you know, just time gets away from me sometimes. And and so I get off schedule, which is definitely an area of improvement for myself. I would send it at least once a month, if not more regularly than that. Of course, if you have signs that you're listing around town, that also adds to the feeling of omnipresence as well. My team does a pretty good job staying in touch with past clients and our sphere of influence. And of course, we love the equity update emails, which we talked about in the magic of equity updates episode. This year, we added some direct mail to reach targeted individuals from our database, as well as neighbors of our listings. The idea is that when we have a new listing, we'll mail a postcard featuring the listing agent and the property to neighbors, as well as people in our database that live near the listing. With our current systems, this project is a little more time consuming than clicking a button, but the goal is to be omnipresent with people we already know. We want to make sure that they never forget us. (laughs) So it's worth the extra time and effort to market to them in another medium. Another benefit of the postcard is that it features the agent listing the house as well as everyone on the team. 
So while the postcard is from Heather Wright and Associates, my agents, my ISA, everyone is featured right there on the card with me. Now we don't do this for every listing. Like if I have a foreclosure listing, I'm not, or a junkie listing, I'm not spending money on that. It needs to be in a neighborhood where we want to do more business. Uh, It needs to look nice on a postcard, you know, so there's certain criteria that we're still fleshing out on the fly as we get new listings. So the process is pretty new, but so far the response has been favorable. I think we're averaging about three contacts per postcard. And by contact, I mean like a past client reaches out saying they got the card. I believe we even got a referral off of one of them. So, so far, so good. This is working well. And I think it's a really nice benefit for the agents on my team where they're getting more exposure to their database just by having this just listed and just sold card go out. Then we have some long-term paid advertising in my favorite Zillow zip code. I know everybody hates Zillow, but you know, we, 25% of our business comes from that and we're just in one zip code and well, it's my business. I don't need to defend it to anybody. (laughs) And I think that the same goes for all of you, just because you, maybe you give money to realtor.com or Zillow or somebody else. That's okay. That is your marketing strategy. So you do you. Although I can complain that the last month leads have disappeared. Is it the market? Is it spring break? Has Zillow diluted the market yet again by overselling the zip code? Probably a combination of all of the above. But maybe it's a sign I need to call my rep and complain. Overall, this is a pretty simple, easy to follow strategy that has proven to work since 75% of our business is from past clients, repeat business, sphere of influence and referrals. We aren't everywhere for everyone, but we do try hard to make sure people we already know remember that we're the best choice. It's much easier to convert a warm lead than it is a cold lead. Warm being someone that knows you versus a stranger who is cold from the internet. My next project to add to this existing marketing is going to be a retargeting strategy. That will include retargeting ads on Facebook and Instagram. And I suppose like a future retargeting strategy might be on Google, but that's easier said than done. So I'm going to start with what is easy for me. And that is Facebook and Instagram platform. We'll retarget people in my geographical area that have interacted with our page or profile, visited our websites and or exist in our database. So they're all warm because we either already know them, they've already registered and we have their contact information or they're interacting with our Facebook business page or Instagram profile. I'm not yet sure what the messaging is going to be, but I would think that we'll want to focus on sellers. Although sellers are often buyers, so maybe it will be a mix of buyer and seller focused ads, but I think I'll include some of my best content, the videos that I've created, the posts that have the most reach, et cetera. There's nothing wrong with using what you already have because when you post something, never, never is it going to reach 100% of the people. So putting a little bit of money on a retargeting ad to get more reach out of that is perfectly respectable. And it's cheap because this is a warm audience that it's going to. So it costs less than if you were reaching out to a cold audience. Now, please know, I don't recommend doing all the things at once. You can achieve omnipresence without spreading yourself too thin. When you're evaluating your marketing strategy, and I try to do this at least once a quarter, 
Make sure you're considering who you want to reach, what you want them to do next, and how much time and or money it's taking you to do all of that. There's something to be said about mastering one strategy at a time. Sometimes I feel like what we do is kind of boring, but it's a really solid foundation. Just like building a house, the foundation is kind of boring, but if it's only halfway done, your house is probably going to fall down. We go deep on all of these topics in Savvy Agent Club, and you can get on our wait list at SavvyAgent.co slash club. I'll put a link in the show notes, and we will be opening the doors for new member enrollment soon. So something to look forward to. Thanks for listening. I hope this was valuable information for you and that you got something out of this to add to your omnipresent strategy. 